Hello everyone, and welcome to Queer Beats to Overanalyze and Get Anxious To. This is a weekly music podcast that focuses on artists that aren't heterosexual and or cisgender. I'm your queer host, Ben Wayne, and I use he, him pronouns. Now, let's talk some tunes. This week's episode is about rapper Cakes Tequila's 2016 album, Hedonism. Cakes gained a lot of attention for being out and open about his sexuality right off the bat, especially since he rose to prominence in 2012. And for those of you that may not have been aware, during that time it was less acceptable, especially in hip-hop and rap, to be anything other than a hyper-masculine, toxic, kind of shady cis dude. Now, even to this day, he is identified as being gay first and rapper second, as opposed to a rapper who happens to be gay. Regardless, he's an extremely talented rapper that blends a lot of house music into his hip-hop jams and has really good flow. I picked this album because I think Cakes is an amazing rapper and deserves way more attention and recognition than he does. I also love how explicitly sexual he is in his music, being fearless and unapologetically queer. And especially in this genre where, as I've stated earlier, it's much more acceptable to be, it's, it's almost enviable to have toxic masculinity traits in hip-hop and rap. But not only is he very blunt and upfront about his sexuality, he also plays with feminine verbiage, often referring to himself as, you know, a hot bitch or like, I'm a thick chick and stuff like that to kind of just really emphasize like, I don't care what you think of me. I'm going to be as authentic about myself as I possibly can. And there's no way I can rap or write any lyrics that aren't anything but my experience. And I really like that. Also, his album, came out right around the time I was starting to intentionally look for non-heterosexual artists and also to broaden my musical palette. I was never really into hip-hop or rap, but one of my co-workers at the time recommended this random person named Cakes to Kill, and I was like, that's an interesting name, but he's queer and I'm queer, so yeah, let's check it out. His music's amazing. I highly recommend you check out all of his stuff. His newest EPs Motherland 1 and 2 are really, really good, much more dance house music. The songs I'm going to cover are Keep It Going, Up Out My Face, New Phone, Who Dis, and Talkin' Greasy. So at the beginning of the album, there is a intro song that's literally called Intro, and it's very slow and nice and kind of almost lulls you into a false sense of security. But then Keep It Going comes in, and it's an aggressive, very fast beat, and he immediately just starts rapping at you and just, while I think his flow is amazing and I really like the way he raps, most times I can't understand fully what he's saying, and I have to actually look up the lyrics and be like, oh wow, that's really good wordplay, and that's really clever, but everyone's ear is different. So there's this very arresting beat, and he has this unabashed confidence. I like to near the end where he talks about sunbathing in the shade, which is definitely a direct call out to all the people that give him shit, that hate on him just for being who he is. And he's saying like, I'm still going to glow, and I'm still going to show my best parts of myself and actually become better, even though you're trying to bring me down. I think part of the keep it going, like he keeps saying, keep it going, keep it going, stop playing with it, keep it going, keep it going. Are you playing with it? So I think part of that may be either him talking to himself of like, just keep going, keep going, like these people don't matter, it's not important, 
or he's making a direct challenge to his detractors of like, keep it going, keep it going, like, come on, keep doing it. I'm not affected. Like, maybe that could be why he's like, stop playing with it of just like, stop playing with this idea that you're somehow better than me or that I'm bad. It's a moot point because he has so much confidence. He's like, I know I'm amazing and I know I'm really good at this. So you can keep talking shit. I just don't care. And also in the last verse of the song, at the end, he says, I don't fuck for likes, which is again showing that he's not here to grovel or beg for attention when he knows he's valuable and talented enough to garner that all on his own. Next up is Up Out My Face, which is a great collab with the lovely Peaches, who is probably most famously known for either the songs Boys Wanna Be Her and or Fuck the Pain Away. She's amazing, and I will probably do an episode on one of her albums in the near future. I will be upfront with you, I could not find the complete lyrics for this song online, so a lot of these interpretations and the lyrics that I think I hear could be completely false. Again, as is every episode of my podcast, these are all my opinions and my interpretations, and they are just that. Nothing set in stone, and there's no right or wrong, but I just wanted to make that clear of this is what I think I heard, this is what I think the point of the song is, but again, I couldn't really find the lyrics, so just bear with me. The song has a very club sound and electronic and danceable beats, and I think the song lyrically addresses fake people and possibly other gatekeeping rappers that take space away from queer artists like Cakes and Peaches, because at one point he talks about like, get out of my way, like get the fuck out of my face, literally. Again, going kind of on the theme, a lot of this album is a very aggressive statement of, here I am, this is me, if you don't like it, get the fuck out of my face. You're just hating because you know that I'm better than you or that I'm more talented than you. And fuck out my face is just, sorry, that's the chorus about my face, is him and Peaches just talking about either people straight up just taking space away from marginalized artists because marginalized people don't get much of a voice because they quote unquote heavy air quotes don't matter as much. And it's nice to have this song where they're like, no, I'm, I'm we're not going to have it. And also I think it could also be playing into the, the fakeness of people that are pretending to care and doing the whole may, maybe virtue signaling, maybe, maybe not that, maybe just the gatekeepers of like, oh, you just don't work now or you your sound isn't, your sound is too advanced or any other reason, any other like microaggressions or very thinly veiled racism or just, you know, homophobia or misogyny, any form of that with the people that are fake or, you know, sometimes it's better to know the true demons with the people that are just taking space like, no, I'm, I'm a cis person. I'm a cis man, presumably. You can't take this away from me. Next, we have New Phone Who Dis, which is a good fuck you song to an ex. I seem to always pick songs about breakups and or sadness. I can assure you I'm actually very happy in the relationship I have right now, <laughs> but there's just something about me, probably my Pisces moon, that's just like, oh yeah, sadness, fuck me up. That being said, I think this song has a surface level statement, but I think there's also more underneath. So I think the surface level is talking about how Cakes recognizes how good he is. He was wrong in getting into a relationship with this guy, and he is now showing this person how he's moving on. You know, you get a text from someone whose number you deleted, or you may even 
have it, but just to show them kind of in a almost malicious way that you don't care about them of new phone, who is this? Just to show them that I got rid of your number. I don't care about you. Clearly, you're not important enough for me to keep your mode of contact on my person. And I think it's also a great fuck you song because in all honesty, the best form of revenge, if that's what he's pursuing, and I don't blame anyone who's dealing with a breakup that wants some sort of karmic retribution because it sucks. You know, the best revenge is living a happy life. And this song, for the most part, is just talking about how much fun he's having, how he's getting so much dick, how he's just enjoying time at the club, having careless fun, and not having to worry about this person that didn't treat him well or appreciate him for what he was. On the flip side, I think a deeper meaning of this song is potentially that it's a cover for the pain, and he is trying to hurt this person in ways that are similar than the ways in which this ex has harmed him. It's very easy to pretend like you're having a good time when there's someone there that you don't want them to see that you're upset. You know, and again, going back to the the best form of revenge is living a happy life, that can be forced. You can definitely put on a show. You can definitely lie to yourself or to the people around you like, no, I'm better off without this person. Like, I'm so much better. So I think this could also be playing into that. Fuck you, you're a piece of shit. I know I'm so much better, but reading between the lines is you deeply hurt me and the only way I know how to cope is to maybe be reckless and going to the clubs which I interpret as going to the clubs usually means not being sober be that with alcohol or other drugs and so it may also be a form of actual self-harm maybe continuing a cycle of you hurt me I'm gonna hurt you back that's what we do and that's what we're gonna keep doing even the fact that he chose to engage is interesting because I can't help but think that there's still a part of him that wants to maintain this. That is my deeper dive into that song. It could all just be that surface level thing, and he even could be like, no, nah, I don't feel any of those things. And the last song I've picked is Talkin' Breezy, which has a really, I don't know how else to describe this, a crunchy beat, if that makes sense. It just feels very sub-level. It makes me just think of like a cave or something. If any of this makes sense, that's just how my brain works and where I go when I hear certain, I guess, musical cues. I like the song because it's a great call out to basic rappers. He even says at one point in the song that he makes a job out of handling basic rappers, which in this regard I would imagine are cis-heterosexual men. He also points out his versatility, and if you listen to the whole album, while it does have a, a, a theme of aggressive raps, I think if you look a little further, yes, sometimes his raps are aggressive, but speed does not equal aggression. So he raps very fast and he's able to get a lot of wordplay in, and sometimes it's just being playful and fun and goofy and just a lot of wordplay, and other times he's really good at adding kind of a little bit of a, a growl, a little gutturalness to his raps that kind of give it another layer. I think that's also why I really like the way in which Cakes to Killa performs. But the point for that is throughout the album, he kind of goes back and forth between hip-hop beats, leaning more towards dance and house, going back towards hip-hop, and kind of doing a really nice blend of that. And again, if you check out any of his other work, you'll notice that he is very versatile, and he floats through 
through different genres from time to time, and in my opinion, they're all great. He also says that when he sets his mind to something, he gets it done. And I also think it's very, maybe not prophetic, but I think it's very, it shows a lot of foresight and kind of a better understanding he has of the music industry and where he is, or at least where he was in 2016, 2015, when he was recording and writing this album. He says, I'm slept on. And I think he's acknowledging that I know I'm really good and I know that what I'm making is really great music, but I'm also aware that most people aren't going to hear me or I'm not going to get the recognition I deserve until much later in my career. I mean, a good point is me starting this podcast in 2021, a full five years after his album dropped. You know, I think that's a very good point that he says I'm slept on, but he doesn't stop. He just keeps making music and he's continuing to evolve. I think it's really cool that he was able to acknowledge that, but not use it as a crutch, if that makes sense of, oh, I wasn't instantly famous. I'm super upset and I'm not going to try anymore. And he's been rapping and making music since 2011. Now it's time for me to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening, and please feel free to reach out with your own interpretations, opinions, or queer music recommendations on Instagram at Queer Beats Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Queer Beats, or you can email me with the email handle QueerBeatsPodcast at gmail.com. I hope you have a great day and you keep those positive vibes going. Take care.